welcome to the Podcasters Assemble Rumbus. <laughs> I don't know if that worked. Uh, basically, we're doing it again. We had so much fun the first time. So we are going to talk out season one of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And then we'll get Rumbus. I'm still going to keep working that word as best I can. Uh, okay, we've got three different teams here. Uh, first off, from the Helicarrier podcast, we have... Oh, wait, you, oh, you want, want to say, me to say my own name? Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, well, we got me. I'm Andrew Byte, one of the hosts, and I'm honored to have on one of the hosts of Helicare now, because last time I was I was there alone. Yes, I was singing I'm So Lonely all the time during the whole episode. But uh, Nikki Amy, the first in the, the first lady of the, this roundtable. Hey, Nikki. Hello. And then we also have Welcome to Level 7 again, which, guys, go ahead and introduce yourselves. Hey, I'm Ben What's Avery. What's up? I thought and, this was a professional roundtable. What happened there? And that's that's uh that's Daniel. We're all about it. the awkward. It's so much awkward. more casual when you're enough said, isn't it? It is. I mean, you guys have got the carpet that's like extra shag, and you really should vacuum a little bit more. Hey, you know what? We 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 don't claim to be classy around here. You have the shag carpet that you need to rake before you vacuum, like they had in the seventies. Oh, those are that awesome. That would be awesome. You want to hear something yeah. really frightening? I found my... some jelly beans in it. <laughs> they Those were are really mine. good. Those are mine. Oh, sorry. Uh, my mm-hmm. in-laws bought a house uh, quite a while ago, and they moved into this house, and it looked like it hadn't been redone since the 70s, and oh, in gosh. the kitchen was that orange, big shag carpeting. Oh, my God. Bright orange in a kitchen. And to me, that's just insane. Imagine please, what's embedded in that. Please tell me there was avocado cabinets or an avocado refrigerator. You know, I never <laughs> saw. Oh. But, I mean, come that, on. There that, had would be to be. My, that would be my childhood home if it was. You know, for my childhood home, my dad uh, did the thing in the 70s where he put the big stripe. It was like a like a brown and yellow <laughs> rainbow across the whole, like, dining room, living room. Oh, yeah. It's embarrassing. Oh, lovely. So, well, I think we should start talking about this. Uh, oh, and I'm Rob Southgate. I'm from Enough Said. Uh, at some point, Jack will be joining us. We thought Jack... On the last podcast, we announced that that was Jack's last until the fall because he's going to be uh, on a cruise, but he didn't go yet. So we'll have Jack with us tonight. This is a big surprise. So that'll be fun. Uh, let's start. Let's start talking here. I, I actually want to start with the final episode. What did you guys think of that final episode? Why, why don't we start with uh, with you, Helicarriers? Uh, well, ladies first, Nikki. So I'm um... going to start first. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> It's a constant battle, which which lady's going first. Um, I thought the final episode was just, it was the perfect end to especially the last half of that of the first season. I mean, that's because that's when the show really kicked it up a notch. And I thought it was exactly what you want from a season finale. It was a cliffhanger. You had new information. We had new information. We had revelations. And we... But it still left us with the right amount of questions, so we weren't, like, struggling to understand it, but we're still like, oh, I can't, oh, I want to watch the next one now. You know, it was like, why, damn you, Summer. (laughs) Damn you, Summer. I just thought it was just, it it was plotted out well, it was written brilliantly, I thought the acting was amazing, even, you know, John Garrett, you know, just chewing the scenery, which I love. And oh yeah, I, that was awesome. 
I called him a douche hat on Twitter, <laughs> and Clark responded to me. <laughs> douche. <laughs> I was like, God, he's turned from douche hat to creepy. It's like, oh, he was like, oh, he's like a used car salesman on acid. What, what did Clark write back to you? He said, oh, not a douche hat. <laughs> <laughs> but something with douche. <laughs> what so, about um, you, Andy? What did you think? Uh, I hated it. No, I'm kidding. No, but I, I, I seriously, my nerd reaction that night, like, I was in tears, I was in laugh, I was like in, it, like, it was one of the greatest TV nights, uh, of my life. Like, straight up, yo, um, <clears throat> me trying to be hip, it doesn't go that well. But um, no, I, I really enjoyed, you know, everything that came together in that final episode. And, uh, you know, it's been, you know, for, for us as podcasters, you know, we've been enjoying most, you know, most of the season. But I know it's been a very struggling season for Shield's first year. But now seeing them finally getting to, you know, coming full circle. You know, remember when we talked about in the in the first roundtable? You know, we were, were like, you know, the, some of these first episodes were like, like, what, what, you know, they, they had nothing to do with the plot. And now we see that everything, like they said, is connected. So. Um, no, but it was a great combination. I, you know, seeing Nick, Nick Fury back, like, that was like almost one of the biggest highlights of the whole thing. Um, just seeing him just reaching out his hand to poor Simmons, who was trapped in water with feds and, ah, oh, seriously, like, why wasn't Nick Fury trending worldwide that night? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was awesome when he put his hand out that, actually, we were, uh, we were cheering here. At, at our house because I was watching it with my daughter and she hasn't seen like the Avengers or any of that yet, but she's very aware of it, obviously in this house. With, and she how, is, exact- how is it possible? You've not shown her the Avengers. You know what? Well, she Andy, just hasn't it's, it's seen bad it parenting. Yet. It's bad parenting, Andy. That's yeah. We're is. trying to get through the Tarantino movies first. Um, uh, well, but she, uh, she, uh, as soon as she saw Nick Fury, she knew exactly what it was. She goes, dad, Nick Fury. I'm like, yeah, all right. That, that's good. That's good. parenting. Yeah, we're going to actually spend the summer uh, on our show. We're going to go through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we're going to start with Iron Man and work our way through and just kind of talk about them. And I told my daughter that's where we're going to do it. We're going to watch one a week, and she's going to get to get familiar with it that way. And she's ready for it. That's awesome. You're a good, good dad. I wish my dad would have done that when I was her age. Um, no, I'm not adopting you. I'm Fine, don't. No, but I. <laughs> he's he's um, holding out for John Barrowman anyway, Rob. No, okay. not, not to adopt me. Um, but <laughs> I might adopt Nikki though. She makes cupcakes. No cookies. 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 Uh, maybe I won't adopt. No, her but I. No, I really. And, and you know, but but Nick Fury was really one of my favorite points of that episode because. You know, I was I was seriously worried that oh my god, it's just going to be one scene. They're going to mess it up. No, but they had him for like. What was it like? Almost ten minutes. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. that's like the, I that's like Sam Jackson's large role. Yeah, yes, yeah, that that's like cute. Sam Jackson's longest TV appearance, isn't it? That's to my not. Knowledge. That wasn't like the Tonight Show. Yeah, <laughs> or telling telling some news reporter that he's not Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> oh, oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> that got a lot of play at this house. That was awesome. <laughs> so, uh, Dan, Ben, who wants to tell us your thoughts on that final episode? I'll start. Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go first. Um, I really, really, really enjoyed it. Uh, there was, <laughs> there was a point where I was just kind of feeling like, okay, I understand everything's connected, um, but they're doing so many callbacks to so many things. Like, 
Okay, there's the 084 from episode two. Okay, there's the the gun from the Avengers. Okay, there's the this from this, this from that. Um, and it felt tight. It felt it, it it was skirting where it was just kind of like, okay, this is this is a little much. You know, we can we can just trust you that it's all connected. And you don't have to show us every single thing. But um, but even that, that's just a a minor minor thing. It was an excellent episode, and I feel it was a nice nice cap and honestly if they had just cut out the uh the post credits thing with uh with Coulson it would have been that would have been the place where if it had to end that's the place where it could have mm-hmm. we could have had one season stop right there and it would have felt right yeah like it was Sky. a complete story it, it, of this yeah team. it could have it could have been a nice here's the bow um yeah you'll wonder about sky i'm i'm sorry about that but the good thing is we don't have to worry about that. I mean, they, they are giving us a season two. They're giving us Agent Carter. Um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm really excited to see where things go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. We got one more. What's your thought? Jack's going to miss out on this one, by the way. Well, he's just going to talk about Catwoman anyway. <laughs> you know it. Well, I'm sure, you know, we just saw X-Men and that had Halle Berry in it. So, you know, maybe uh, he'll talk Storm this time. Well, not, not Catwoman. Yeah, not, no. Not that Catwoman. He has, he has not a little that. thing for that Catwoman. Wait, so, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Time out, time out. He seriously liked the movie? <laughs> I think he liked Woman. the movie. No one said anything about off. liking the movie. Right. He liked I, Halle I, Berry in the cat suit. I, I think, actually, that was his quote in our first episode was, I liked her costume, and that was enough. <laughs> Like, I don't I remember there was a movie associated with it. I just remember the costume. I, don't, I, was, I didn't even I like the costume. I for that panel, so I remember. Oh, you poor thing. I know. Like, but so I, am that's meeting Ju- I am meeting Julie Newmar this weekend. So. Ooh, oh, that's nice. Cool. Yeah. So I, that was, that was uh, I forgot who talked. Was that Ben or Dan? That was, well, that ben. was, that was ben, ben. And this is okay. Daniel. Dan. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel, so, I want to hear your thoughts. So my thought is, is all season long, we heard about what I'll call casual fans whose fandom has been mostly about the movies and hadn't really given the show much of a chance. And we heard, you know, they were expecting a certain thing. And I think in the finale, they got that certain thing because they got Nick Fury and Coulson combined together in action. You got all those things that Ben mentioned. Um, you got a discovery that someone on the team is an Avenger. Um, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, that was good. And, and I'm just... I'm I'm worried that what'll happen is next season we'll have some folks come in because of this finale and then they'll probably tail off again uh, until we get that Guardians of the Galaxy tie-in. But I, right. I thought it was cool. I thought it was fantastic. You know, it's funny because we we kind of have an outline of things we want to hit, but I think we're going to already break form here. You just brought up Guardians of the Galaxy. Now that's going to come out in the fall. I don't know about the timing. Is it is it going to come out? Is Shield going to premiere before Guardians hits? No, it's it's because it's right after, right? Yeah, because it's going to it's going to it's going to start in September, I think, and the movie okay. comes in August. So okay, yeah, in so fact, are, the, the DVDs or or Blu-rays of Ages of Shield they're not even coming out until September 9th. Right, and really? and that's in time to to you know get you excited for season two. I'm I'm a little angry. <laughs> You can ask Daniel when we were um, texting back and forth. You're not going to let the big guy the out, are you? No, no, I'm not that angry. It's more of the annoyed guy. Um, he turns orange and just sits and sulks in the corner. You're it's much less, less than, someone much less like than Incredible Hulk, right? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I gave Daniel a couple earfuls <laughs> about why I think that's just a terrible, stupid idea to wait until then. But. And so, then Captain America's coming out in August. Winter yeah. Soldier. 
just, yeah, oh, and it seems like DVD, Captain America it, yeah. DVD is going to be really more tying in as far as just timing with Guardians mm-hmm. of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, right. Well, and there's no one shot on this Captain America. I what is know. What is total BS to me? Like, I don't get what's like. This is your successful, most successful Marvel movie. You know, you know, you know. You know, we can tell. You know, we we may have different opinions about, but you know, Winter Soldier is one of the best movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, why are you not putting a one shot on? Well, and and think about it. They have the four uh, series that they're going to have on Netflix. Wouldn't this be a perfect opportunity to do something short to introduce that? Mm-hmm. I agree. Well, I think they haven't casted any of the other heroes yet. You know, they just cast, or, you know, they just announced um, Daredevil. Yeah, but they got time. They could do something. Yeah, they and actually, they already did. The The prison, uh, was it Seagate prison? Seagate. Mm-hmm. From uh, Hail the King. Is, yeah. is That's the prison that, that uh, Luke Cage, in the comics, was, was imprisoned and, and experimented on. So right there, they could have continued with that. They've got the set and everything going. Right. I would have liked to see more Justin Hammer, just personally. <laughs> I, I don't understand you, Nikki, why you like that character so much. It's because Sam Rockwell is a god. Wow. He's slightly uh, under George Lucas. Wow. I think we're I think, all stunned in I silence. Think the, I, I, I know. I don't even know where to go from it. Other I think than, the character is... Good night, everybody. The character is multidimensional. He's kind of got this evil side. He's also smarmy and cheesy, and he wears those god-awful suits. Oh, you're talking about George Lucas. I got no, it. No, stop. Don't. 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 He gets um, very no. sensitive about the Star Wars. Daniel, so. weren't you a huge fan of Hail the King? <laughs> no. <laughs> you know, ben, we, ben keeps trying to tell me to calm down <laughs> i know well that's why i had to do it we skated around that one last time but uh it hasn't softened over time huh no no no, no. Okay. I, I think uh, because again they had mcu'd the mandarin and the mandarin was convoluted enough that it worked with what they had done but i get they just worried. undid it I, yeah they undid it and i'm a, I'm a heroes fan and i and I watched them do things like that, where they listened to fan comments and they would undo things. And so that's Dan, my biggest fear. Yeah, Daniel, right. Speaking, speaking of that, I just started watching Heroes this week. I'm on episode 20 of season one. Just saying, Adrian Passer is amazing in it. Well, he didn't have the mustache back then. <laughs> right, right. He... Thank God. Am I the You got it. I was going to say, the thing about the one shots actually kind of surprises me is that that does cost a pretty penny to make a short film like that. And so like sure. with item 47 and hail the King and, and agent Carter, that's not, ex- uh, that's not a cheap thing to do. These are mini movies and there's not a lot of return in a, in a short film, uh, as an extra on a DV or on a Blu-ray rather. Um, there's, there's not a lot of return on that. And so I was surprised that they did as many as they did and got as big as they did. Um, even though, you know, we're talking 10 minutes, one action scene, and it's not that, you know, it's not that spectacular. It's television style action in a lot of ways. But I, so I'm not surprised to see that they're not doing one. It's just that now they've caused us to expect it. Right. They've trained us. Right, right. We well, yeah, totally. Agent Carter was a perfect example of using it to go to series, though. Right, so, I mean, right. If you're well, using it for, uh, to launch other things or to promote other things, it's definitely worth it. It's like Amazing Spider-Man 2. We've been trained to sit Ugh. through the credits to see something about the next movie. <laughs> and I can't wait for the X-Men to be in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and Spider-Man was not in Vietnam then. When, when 
spoiler, but in in uh, Days of Future Past, Spider Man never shows up. Never did. I was waiting for him. Yeah. What I mean, forget the fact that you know it takes place you know thirty years before him, before the uh, the Amazing Spider Man movies, so he wasn't even born yet. But still, screw screw logics. Yeah, exactly. So before we go on, my partner Jack has shown up. Hey everybody, how's it going? Ugh. <laughs> what was that reaction? Andy? <laughs> Yo, thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> Waiting for you. Hey Jack. So uh so Jack, you're not gonna get to answer the first couple of questions, but we were just talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. The the question I have is, you know, they're trying to tie these in. Are we going to see some type of tie-in? I think we already have Guardians of the Galaxy. Other than what Coulson was doing, is that going to? I really think what he was doing is tied into Guardians. But is there going to be something after that fact? Wow, Here's... I don't. I mean, I don't think there's much evidence for it. I mean, it would be very cool, but it would. You know, you'd have to point to some kind of hint. And lately, they've laid out all the hints for us. So you know, if you're asking me, I would say I don't think so. But it would be cool if they did. Here's what's I, going to happen. I agree. Here's what's going to happen. In oh, Guardians wait, of the Galaxy. This is definitive. Here it is. Yep, this is definitive. In Guardians of the Galaxy, we're going to have a flashback to when uh, Peter Quill went into space as, you know, very, very young age. Right, right. And we're going to see S.H.I.E.L.D. investigating that in the past. That makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. And that's that's our tie-in there for the, for the big screen. And then in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Right around the time for the DVD come out, just like they tried to do with, um, they were they were a week off, but they tried to do with Thor: The Dark World. Um, when the DVD for Guardians of the Galaxy comes out, we're going to have some alien stuff happening on Agents of Shield, and we're going to nice. see some of those characters or creatures um, show up for a nice cameo, uh, like they did with Lady Sif. Okay, so cool. you think aliens are going to show up? I don't know if they're going to actually. Aliens show already have us shown aliens. up, as far as I'm concerned. Well, I, yeah, but I don't know if they're going to show us aliens that don't look like uh, Sif. You know, uh, I, I don't know if we're going to see, like when we saw the the Kree, we don't know if we're going to see anything more than something floating in some goo. I I think we'll have I think we'll have characters. I I think there will be living, breathing aliens. I'd like to see it. I mean, I, I watch Falling Skies; they do it on there, and it'll be. It'll probably be makeup aliens, though. It'll probably be prosthetic forehead type things. Um, you know, TV budget we're talking here. Yeah. But and Sif, and Sif is a good example because she gave us foreshadowing. She gave us a whole list of blue aliens that can show up now because they've already introduced them. Yes, she did. That's and, true. And there's no payoff to having a bunch of kind of dead stiffs where we're milking the juice out of them. We've already done that once. And, <laughs> and Chloe been in pretty much... Jack, are we talking about the same show? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying it's... Well, you were saying. You think, I know. I'm just teasing you, Jack. But uh, yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's you know a thing where you don't want to see that a bunch of times. We want to see. We want some Cree. We want some action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think we'll see traces of them throughout, like writing on the wall, maybe some alien tech, possibly even you know go the X Files route and oh, there's a entire spaceship over in Antarctica. Or something right. like that, but um, there'll, there'll be traces of it throughout. But I think that that's going to be building up to uh, coincide with the, the Blu-ray DVD release of sure. Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, just because Guardians of the Galaxy takes place in space, uh, and it's coming out a month, you know, a month and a half before Ages of Shield is even is even going to be showing up. So yeah, I just feel like because Guardians takes place in literally another universe, pretty much, that it, it would be really hard. To tie it in without um, 
some major kind of foreshadowing. Like, I think the Peter Quill idea is, like, showing him going into space and S.H.I.E.L.D. being there, investigating that. I think that's brilliant. I never even thought of that. And I think that would be something that could tie it in. I just think that the worlds are so separate, and yes, we are familiar with Asgard and the Nine Realms, but what we know, what S.H.I.E.L.D. knows is not is not what's what else is out there yet. Or uh, at that, least that they've shown us, because who knows what S.H.I.E.L.D. knows. Right. <laughs> I agree. They'd almost have to come up with a wormhole or something like they did you know, the rip a hole in space and say, oh, we got to their universe to, to really reach out and do that. No, they don't. They can come to us. Yeah, We already that know that the-, the Asgardians know the Collector. The Collector's got a ship. He can come to us. We have interesting yes. things for him to collect. Very true. The Collector would, would be, be a great character way. to bring in. I've got I a agree. whole shelf full of cool stuff he could collect. There you go. I would love I- to see the Collect. I think that would be the perfect way to fight him because he would be the one who would have the most to gain. Assuming he and survives he- the movie. If he does, but it, we also know he wants infinity gems. Yes. And I, by the way, I do believe that one infinity gem is on Earth. All right. What are you thinking I'm so- there? I, I'm sorry. I was, I was that a totally random thought. Or what? No, what? it's yeah. it's not totally random. It's if the 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 staff that Hydra has is an infinity gem, or is it the full tesseract? Yeah, they, they've got something with the spear. Yeah. yeah, see, I, I thought it was the Tesseract. I thought we were going to find that. But the staff is an interesting thing. What's going on with that staff? Is it just a Berserker staff, or is there a gem inside? And that's a theory I've read <laughs> other places, too. Right. No, no, Hydra has Loki's staff. Right, right. Loki's stabby staff that he right. stabbed mm-hmm. with, uh, Coulson with. <laughs> 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 fingers in my ears, fingers in my ears. Yeah, we call it the Loki pokey stick. Yeah. <laughs> pokey pokey Loki. So, I mean, it's possible that could be a gem or a key to finding a fuller gem if it's considered part of the Tesseract. Yeah. So, I, I guess that we're all settled. There's one of them here. We just don't know exactly right. what it's going to be. I just hope whenever we see it, it should, you know, that it's going to be an arc of Age of Shield. Like, maybe, you know, let's say Age of Shield goes, you know, goes on long enough to be able to tie into Avengers 3. Um, maybe, like, the season finale could be like, oh, no, look, our... If that if that stone is glowing and flying away, and then like the last thing you see is a glowing um, glove or something. Oh, cool! Here, let me throw a crazy question out there that I've never considered until tonight. Was not the ether stored on Earth? It you was. Know, I, that's something I think we discussed on one of the podcasts. It was. So, what if all the gems are stored on Earth? Oh, like they're just. Which hi- be, this is a hiding place. The tesseract place. was originally on Earth. Exactly. Uh, if all the gems are here, that would give us a reason to get the Collector here, to give us a reason to get Galactic here, to give us a reason to get Thanos here. Oh, and as we that's know, a good idea. In Marvel 616, Earth is the center of it all. Exactly. It is. So we're ground zero. Very conveniently the center of everything, yeah. That so, would, wait, wait so you mean that Adam the Warlike is on Earth? Because it wasn't, wasn't he co- like collecting him in a cocoon or something like that in uh, his... You know, thingy that we saw at the end of the Dark World. world. That was that the collector though. Well, no, we saw but, the collector at the end. No, yeah. but who who had the cocoon? Where where was that? I remember. At the at the collector's. Yeah, the collector know, collector's ship it. is not on Earth. I mean, he's out there collecting stuff. We don't <laughs> right, know. I get what and you're then saying. They brought Andy. him. They brought him the ether at the end, but the ether was on Earth before, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. that's where Jane got it. Right. Well, no, I thought that the ether was in the dark world. I thought that's uh, Jane got it when she went to the dark world. 
there was some sort of this. It was through the hole. Some sort of portal. Well, yeah. But okay, essentially, so maybe, it seemed like it was on Earth. Or actually, you you actually might have hit on it. It might not be that it's on Earth, but the portals to get to these things are through Earth. So Earth that, would, that would make it some sort hub. of nexus of realities, yeah. maybe. Right, right. Guarded yeah. by oh, a certain geez. swamp monster. <laughs> I'm just a hot mess now. Before you know, he's going to talk about the man thing. Oh, I'm going to have to get down wait. my omnibus I, I, now. Are we going to get some man thing action? I love when it was mentioned on there. That yeah. was the best. Yes. Yeah, it'll actually be the best when man thing shows up. You know what? I'm okay with him not showing up. They mentioned him, which means he exists in the universe, off doing something, who knows what. But this is the kind of thing I, you know, people were asking for more of. And then they yeah. finally gave it to us toward the end, where it's like, here, we're going to, who or what is a, na- is a man thing? Yeah, see, you know? here's the thing. I'm not okay with it not showing up. I want to see man thing, but it doesn't have to be something where you see fully what's going on. You know what I mean? It's almost better to keep him in the shadows, but get a glimpse of him. I think yeah. that would be really the way to go, where you know, like, oh, yeah, that was man thing. And now we we've seen physical evidence of this going on yeah, maybe i'm, I'm a, just glad I, to see glimpses that there are other things going on in other corners that aren't on screen it's not just we're going to reference iron man we're going to m- m- mention stark it's man thing you know it's something that we are never going to see in the mcu unless we see it on agents of shield and i could see them investigating man thing he's not going to be on the big screen i mean right. that's why they're able to mention him on agents of shield um we have a movie proving that it's never going to happen again. I because... don't know. Lindsay Lohan's career might be just bad enough. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I think she could play the man thing well, but I'm just saying that we're probably not going to see him on the big screen. Yeah, it's probably not played by her. <laughs> well, but probably that, not played by never anybody. Say never say hey, Andy. She's got to eat. Come on. <laughs> I, I can well, have my what, dreams. What, don't take it. Well, well, all you need to do is get a DUI like five minutes in or whatever, then you know get a bunch of paparazzi and you know somehow make money through it. That's, that's true. I, I could see. I mean, Andy Circus would be playing Man Thing, oh, maybe. God, if anyone's going brilliant. to playing Man Thing, oh. he's going to be a a created, you know, CGI creature. But then get I the need, omnibus out. Let's talk. Oh, and he's in the new Star Wars. I know. I'm so excited. Oh. And he and wow. he's in Godzilla. Yes. No, he wasn't actually in Godzilla. He no. they they uh, consulted with him. Thanks they, for bringing they talked him about it, but yeah, he didn't play Godzilla, which I thought would be incredible if the, they didn't use any motion capture for people on Godzilla, though. Oh, really? I thought he that, that uh, what's his name? Andrew Taylor or whatever his name is, the uh, lead guy. <laughs> I thought he was motion capture because he was very lifeless. <laughs> okay, so so do we or do we not think that Guardian Galaxy will tie in with S.H.I.E.L.D. in the beginning of the season? I think it will. I think there'll be some type of something some kind of resolution it all depends movie. it all depends on what happens in the movie i don't it think all it'll be ignored how they end guardians of the galaxy or if they do you know when they do the the tag at the end but well, okay here's a thought it's, if it's going to happen it's going to happen the first third of the season yeah here's a thought you know the big rumor is that iron man's going to be in this movie I don't know if you guys have heard that, but I've heard heard it so many times. But like, why why would it make sense that he'd be in it? And that might be where the tie-in happens. Whatever he comes back with, Coulson then has. Now we see some kind of, you know, like, oh, Stark brought this back, or you know, some type of, you know, resolution through Stark might be the answer. 
I think part of the tie-in is just now we have a big universe yeah. and we're going to see things. It's like, it's like in Star Trek, you know, you have them, they're out exploring out, you know, the vast reaches of space, but then they'll, they'll, they'll come across something that, oh, you know what, this is, um, this is a Klingon problem or this is a Ferengi thing. And this is just the same thing here where we're going to see aliens in Guardians of the Galaxy that can now show up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It may not even be the same character that you saw in Guardians of the Galaxy, but it's the same creature. It's the same creature design, uh, the same race. Yeah, and so opening, I, I really think that, the yeah, they, they're expanding this universe very widely. And the best place to explore how they expand the universe is in the larger format of, of a season of television. All right, I, I'm going to shift gears here. Oh, can I say one last thing? Yeah, okay, okay. Agent Carter, I think we're going to see how the blue alien was came to Earth. Oh, Agent I think Carter. so, too. Oh, yeah. I think oh, that would be perfect. I think it's going to be tie tying in. right Everyone in. Everyone thinks it has to do with Avengers, but that is absolutely not the case. So Avengers I think we're going to see it go back further. Yeah. I think that's true. Speaking of Agent Carter, just one brief thing. How great is it that we're going to have Marvel stuff now? Pretty much every week, you know, first we're going to have 10 episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D., then, uh, you know, Agent Carter will start in January for eight episodes, and then we'll, we'll be back with S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, it, and then right know. after that, the Netflix series hit. Yep. Yep. I mean, I mean we got a awesome. We got a lot of stuff coming. Yeah. yeah. These are going to be some bloated podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and but bloated even, podcasters. <laughs> Too late. Thinking, that's, thinking that's bigger term than that, though, during the actual season, we're going to have superhero shows on almost every night. Between Gotham, Flash, Arrow, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and Constantine. Yeah, oh, Constantine. I think almost every weeknight too. has a superhero show on it, and one network or another. Thank you I so much for... I just no, hope on. we don't overload on superheroes, because I think we've shown, like, when we overloaded television on, like, the X-Files type, and I'm, I'm like, the biggest X-File that ever lived, but we overloaded it, and people stopped watching them. Because they just started becoming like carbon copies, and the quality would deteriorate. Well, I tell you and what, I th I think that's what Marvel's doing right. They're they're like Shield is a specific type of show, and it's right. not showing us superheroes. Uh, with Carter, Carter is a, a show taking place in the '40s. It's a very different kind of show. Yeah, Daredevil's going to have the suit on, and he's going to be fighting crime. But that is. You know, at the heart, it's going to be like a crime show. It's very, like, everything they do has a very distinct right. flavor. And I think that's how you keep it fresh. Yeah, and I'm, I'm yeah. worrying more about, like, the DC-based shows. Aren't not we so all much... worrying more about yeah. the DC-based stuff? <laughs> I'm not well, so much. Gotham is intriguing me, and I'm starting Arrow, and because he's my favorite male DC character is Green Arrow. But my fear is that they'll do so much, people will start getting sick of superheroes, and it will the repercussions will ricochet off of of Marvel. That's just well, they have as a as a total TV nerd. I, that's something I've seen happen before, and I just don't want to have see it affect agents. Well, look at what they've done with the reality shows. We've been inundated with them, and they keep adding them. Yeah, and really, they, the bubble burst a while ago with those, like when they had so many all of a sudden. But now look at it. How many years later, it, it's all commonplace. Survivor's still there. You know, there, there's all these other types of reality shows, dating shows. They're all there. It's just now they're not, it's not as in your face the same way. Right. I think that's what we're getting from this. It's, it's not going to, as long as they keep doing these fresh ideas, I think we're going to have a nice long life to this. Ten-year-old Rob is very happy. <laughs> Ten-year-old well. Ten Andy is pretty happy too, especially about Flash coming. It's, it's Forty-year-old Ben is happy, man. 
It's just something I worry about. My OCD is like too many, too many, too many. So going back to your shield, what was the next um, discussion oh, well, topic, Rob? I, I actually just wanted to find out what do you think the future of Hydra is? Because obviously, I mean, come on, Hydra, you cut one head off, another one grows. But at the end of this season, they made it seem like, okay, Hydra's been pushed back. Are we going to see them as the big baddie next season? Is I, somebody else going to rise? What What do you think? I, I don't know if they've been pushed back so much as Garrett was pushed and blown away part into millions yeah, but of it seemed like It, it um, seemed like their power stopped when, when Garrett was exploded real good. Well, we also don't know what was going on with other aspects of S.H.I.E.L.D. With other and, aspects and I think, of Hydra. I mean, they're, they're all over the world. They've infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. Who knows what they're doing? We just saw with one small part of it. We don't know how high Garrett was up in Pierce's, you know, Very seniority. Um, we don't know what his position was. He seemed more out for himself than he did actually as for Hydra. Sure. And that's the same thing with Ward. He was just kind of in it because of Garrett. He didn't really buy into the whole Hydra thing, which is the one thing I kind of see redeemable about him. But we don't know what's been going on. In the other parts of the world, I mean, we've just been focused on our agents in this fight with Garrett. Now we have to deal with the rest of um, these Hydra agents who are masquerading as S.H.I.E.L.D., who are masquerading as allies. And so I just, I don't think Hydra's going anywhere. I think it probably will be the background big bad. Kind of like the X Files had, you know. Sure, sure. Man. So you think they'll their presence will be there, but it's not going to be a focus. They're not the big bad of next season. They still have to rebuild Shield, and when you rebuild Shield, you're going to have to fight against the old Shield, which is now Hydra. Right. So they're going to be constantly at war with them in some way, if it's like you know, at actual war, or if it's just a war of you know of information a technology war, just trying to, in the war to see who's got what agents, you know, which agents are going to come to S.H.I.E.L.D., which are going to go to HYDRA, which are going to disappear. So I just think it's it's way, for me, it's too soon to determine HYDRA's fate. I, I don't think we have seen anywhere near the last of them. I think we've only seen a small part of them in and the we show. Were, I'm not talking about Winter Soldier. <laughs> Well, and that, that's the thing is we've had two experiences now with two different Hydra factions. We've been told straight out that there's other Hydra groups. And just like you say, Garrett was out for himself. He made it very, very clear. I mean, is Flowers Hydra? If she's not Hydra, is she going to be pragmatic like Garrett was and jump on and say, I'm going to use your resources in order to advance my Wait, own agenda? Did you just say she's going to be pregnant? What did you say? No, I, is Flowers <laughs> going to become Hydra? Is she going to join up? Is she, she going to use their labs? I love that question. She seems to me, like from what we've seen of her, she's she's all about expanding knowledge and expanding what she, how she's, how people see the world and what possibilities there are. Which is why she wanted to know what happened to Coulson so badly. It's why she like worked with Garrett. Why she believed in the clairvoyant. I think she has a desire to study the you know, 084s or superhumans. I don't I don't think she's going to be Hydra. She's not going to be S.H.I.E.L.D. I think she's going to be one of those people who can play both sides. But she's not going to be trusted by the team. No, no, but, certainly not. Right. But I well, think she's I, out. She's out like a lot like Garrett. She's out for what she can learn. Right. And I don't think that she joined up Hydra to do that in a good way. I think she's out for herself. And I don't think she's the kind that's going to align with S.H.I.E.L.D. 
And, you know, as we saw in the show, as soon as they kind of de-emphasized Hydra, we really caught a glimpse into these little separate labs and these little separate little science centers that were still activated. And, okay, you know, now, you know, now what do we do? And the guy said, you know, we go on as planned. We keep, we keep doing what we do. And she's, I think she's more likely to plug back into that than anything from shield. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, think she's an inhuman. This is the thing that I've just, keeps coming I, I up. I totally agree with you. I totally 100% agree with I you. I think that Sky and and Reyna are in humans and that that is going to be a big part of season 2 is finding out who and what Sky is. Jack and I have talked yeah. about the inhumans a lot. Now we, we've got a new phrase that they're going to start throwing around which is Marvel miracles or, or miracles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think that's so going to get use, used though. I don't think they're going to use that as like in place of humans. Nah. I think yeah, that I, Inhumans will be Inhumans, and super-powered guys are just going to be... No, I think they're going to go with Miracles. I really do. I don't want to call it Miracles. <laughs> I, I think that's going to be like it's a code awkward. word they use. It's awkward. I think it's I awkward think it's gonna... because I think they're going to use that as a separate tack because you don't have any any risk of crossover. They They're creating their own... Right. They're creating their own little niche in the universe. I think it'll be separate, but they are going to use it. But we, we totally, Jack and I have talked about this, we totally believe the Inhumans are going to be part of this. And it makes perfect sense that Flowers is an Inhuman. Mm-hmm. But she's already outed herself and Skye as, as you know, coming from a similar source. So what was up with Skye's dad? Yeah, I think he's, he's an he's, Inhuman. Drippy, <laughs> scabby I, guy? He used to ma- be scabby and human. He used to he used to real Mandarin. I'm kidding. Oh, oh, oh no! Sick Why, with that Andy? Bee. Why would you do this, Andy? <laughs> maybe it's an allergic reaction to Earth. Oh, maybe he's the man thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, didn't we talk about that? I think time? so. Um, yeah, I actually maybe the, he's the one just that murdered I murdered somebody. The one that I liked, I saw this blow up on Twitter one day. Right after the show aired, people were saying that it was Fing Fang Fu as a as a uh, human. I was like, Oh my what? god, who thought is of it, this? Oh, no, but Killian already was Fin Fang Foom. He was oh making god. fire, and he had like the the, uh, the tattoo of the dragon on his back. I so think that's the, the MCU Fing Fang Foom. Interesting and less racist. I think Stan Lee is Fing Fang Foom. <laughs> I think no. Stan Lee is the Mandarin. You think he's Stan the Stan Lee is a clone. Of the general, the idiot general from Captain America. We, we've all the other Stan Lees are just clones of him. If you haven't listened yeah. to the Level Seven podcast, you don't know this is a running thing that Daniel believes. Oh no, I don't believe it. That no, that's me. Oh, that's it's Ben. Me. I yeah. always this whole time I've always thought it was Daniel. I I'm sorry, here, Daniel. Here's, I, I'm going to just say this right now, Rob. Everybody thinks I'm the crazy one. It's him. <laughs> Actually, Daniel, I'm just quieter I've about the show. it. You are the crazy one. I'm just the quiet crazy. Okay. You know, you I'm the one that they say he, he was so quiet and he never talked to anyone. Oh, See, being around real <laughs> crazy people makes us lesser crazy people seem sane. Sure. It's why just like Rodney Dangerfield said it back in the school. You feel like you're looking people. at me when you were put me making that point out. Why does it feel like you were looking at me when you were talking about crazy people? Because <laughs> you yell at windows. There you go. Yeah, I like do. real windows or computer windows. <laughs> no, what I actually do, I actually she was go, very quick because if it's computer too. windows, I can't call you crazy. If it's, if she, it's regular windows, I'm gonna put you in the house. I don't he, understand what he yells out no, windows, no. and we're doing the podcast. 
I don't understand why people love it so much. Like people kept saying, you know, do it more. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'm, I think my neighbors are going to think why I'm crazy, but no, because I actually go and open windows and yell outside when I'm doing like a point. Oh, we right. did that after. We did that after prom, and they just called us teenagers. <laughs> that was so long ago. Hey, so, you. <laughs> speak for yourself. All right, Fitz, dead, brain dead, alive, an inhuman. Is he the Mandarin? What's up with Fitz? He's mentally Sleeping. and physically damaged, but I think his mental capacity will come back. But he might be physically. Uh, different, like he might have to be in a wheelchair, he might have to have like crutches or something where he, because you cannot lose that much oxygen and have no repercussions physically. Maybe I mean, I, be. I this have, sounds like my, uh, my, my mom's a nurse. My high school counselor. <laughs> my mom's a nurse. I actually asked her about this. <laughs> I, I'm thinking that's actually that's pretty valid. I'm thinking that he's this universe's Professor X. Uh, yes. Oh, I, I don't know. Like, what, do, what do you mean by that? He's going to be a guy in a wheelchair. That's all I mean by it. <laughs> oh, with no superpowers. Oh, that's, you know. And he's going to keep nice. all his hair? That's messed up. Yeah, yeah. No, actually, I mean, there could be parallels. Like, they People could be using him to create allusions to Professor X and to the X-Men. Because, they, you know, they, they do want to play in that sandbox without actually going in the sandbox. Right. <sighs> I, I think he comes know. back as like the six million dollar man with one of those real nice plastic shirts, like Deathlock has. <laughs> you mean the uh, the the uh, colored uh, football jersey that he had, or football pads that he has on? Yeah. Hey, come on, it's it's at least a little bit better than what they did with Cyborg on Smallville. <laughs> well, well, yes, but it's gonna be much. a Fitzborg. It's gonna be Fitzborg. Fitzborg. <laughs> Jack, didn't you used to play in a band in Pittsburgh? <laughs> I'm going to call I, him Fitzlock. Fitzlock. I, I, just, I just hope they don't do an I Am Charlie with him. Yeah. You know, where it's like all about, you know, just getting back his, his mental capacities or whatever. I, I, I'd like to see him dealing with some repercussions right. and, and just, you know, having to overcome, you know, whatever damage came out of that. But um, I don't, I don't want to see, you know, uh, I don't want to see it too cliched. Right. Yeah, All of a sudden, he's better. We come back from hiatus, and oh look, Fitz is just fine. He went through all of this over the summer, and nobody saw any of it. Well, they did that at twenty-four. <laughs> why, why wouldn't that work here? I want to see. I like you said. I want to see the struggle. I want to see how the other team members respond to that. And can you imagine how audacious it would be if they came back three months later and he was dead? Oh God! And he'd been oh, dead for three months. Don't say that. For three months. Now, I want to see Simmons feeding him with a spoon and a little bit of drool. That's what oh, I want to see. While she stares lovingly into Triplet's eyes. Ouch! That's the way to go. I like you. He's <laughs> this is totally a Seinfeld to episode it. we're talking about here. Is how long can I let him be in a coma in the hospital before I can go out with Triplet? Right. right. <laughs> because the only reason he's there is because he saved you. Yeah. And we and we're the only one that can hear his thoughts. Right. <laughs> he confessed his love. Then he all he went into a coma to save your life. How long right. do you have to wait for him? Right. Actually, I think it's three months. Which just trip to put on Simmons. I mean, how? And that was the total mom kiss. He got a kiss on the forehead. That wasn't he a got real kiss. Everywhere around his face, but his lips. Yeah. What does that yeah. tell you? It tells me that she still sees him as a brother. Yes. Exactly. Which is what it should be. Exactly. This is I thought it was a bad choice to make. Terrible it. choice. I totally agree. Well, yeah. And I thought it was. For Sky? I, thought his, I thought his response was strict. We didn't see any of that kind of feeling from him until Triplet showed up, and I think it was more jealousy 
than it was actual affection for I mean actual love romantic affection for Well Jeff. how could how could you not get jealous over a legacy? Well you know he and Colson are practically engaged, so <laughs> Ouch. So you know what, we're we actually are running out of time here. Uh okay. I I just want real quick, we're not gonna focus on anything negative. Everyone just go around. We'll we'll start with uh with Ben. Uh Ben, favorite moment off the top of your head of season one. Favorite moment of season one is um Winter Soldier tie in. Nice. That was brilliant, amazing, and exciting, and I loved you know, we got to see the same thing from the ground level. We you know, we saw it all happening on the helicarriers and then we saw everything happening. What's happening with the troops on the ground, dealing with the fallout. It was some of the best television and movie uh I mean, well, the best television movie crossover I'd ever seen, but that that was awesome television to be able to use and and of course they spoiled the movie, you know, by actually showing the end of the movie on screens in the TV show. Yeah, right. But um but beyond that, I mean it was it was brilliant. I, I loved every minute of it. Definitely the high point. Awesome. Let's mix it up. Andy, favorite moment. It, well, it was also the Winter Soldier tie-in, but if I can go aside from that, it was definitely, you know, seeing the introduction of Triplet. I'm like, he he was such a big highlight of the second season that, I mean, at least the second half of the season, that it was, uh, I don't know, it, it, it was just... He, he he fits in with the team well so much, and I swear and I swear to God, if he's not promoted to series regular in season oh, he's two, gotta be. he's gotta I, be. Like, see, I'm gonna I'm gonna be firing shots at Joss Whedon's house, be like, hey, stop <laughs> making Shakespeare movies and get and get out of promoted to series regular. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's not. He crazy, only made Nikki. one Shakespeare movie. I'd like to congratulate everyone for being on a podcast that'll be used as evidence in a court of law in the future. <laughs> the libelous I, I, slander of when I say shot, I, when I said shot, I didn't mean by guns. Maybe like through water balloons at his house. A water balloon gun? That's interesting. I think All right, that thing, we can make you say anything. Yeah. Still make. I how about we push him out of wind? How about we push him out of ground floor window? Yeah. Andy, yeah. I, I, I threw the water balloons at Whedon's house when he killed Coulson, so I can give you the address. It's Kevin <laughs> Feige's fault. Stop blaming a Whedon. I'll always blame him. Jack, favorite moment, season one. Oswald Patton, uh, he, uh, our army came out. Patton Oswald comes back to life as an LMD. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. See, that's the thing you don't understand. Like, that, that was his brother, Billy. <laughs> right, Billy. He's back. He's gonna be there forever, Yay! and he can get killed multiple times. At yeah. Oswald's coming back and, and every keep time. bringing him back. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, and I will say, second favorite moment: May shot to the head with uh, with what's his name? Oh, in uh, Ward, kick to the head. Yep, kick to the head. This, this this is like old times. You were never on top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> And then, right, seeing, and then seeing Nikki. her name. Hang on. Okay. Nikki, favorite um, moment. My my very favorite moment, um, because I came to this as a huge Colson fan and a member of Colson Lives. Colson being the realizing that when Fury meant it was to be used in the case of the death of an Avenger, that he was referring to him. Oh yeah, Coulson, that was huge. Colson being told and realizing just the look on his face when Fury said exactly 
just yeah. the tears were flowing, and not just because I'm a girl. <laughs> I was crying. No, it and became then, agent of and feels then, for you right then. Oh God, it was oh, I oh, it was it was so such a moment. You know, as part of that movement, I was just so proud because I'd always believed that that he was an Avenger. And then after that, May kicking Ward's ass. <laughs> and and Pat Nosworth in the lanyard. Okay, <laughs> now you're hogging. And we Sorry. also have to. We also come up. We need to also mention that the fact that he became the director of Shield, which I, you know, I'd been raving on it for you know weeks, and before that happened. But some people were like, "No, it's not going to happen. It's too big for the oh, show." You yeah, like see, I, I, I was bragging on Twitter that whole night. I had no like I'm shamelessly was like yeah. proud of myself. That's excellent. Now, did any uh, just a little side note? Did anybody feel like towards the end May was getting a little big for her britches when you know it, it seemed like she thought this was her show that she had Colson on the short leash for Fury and this just kind of said no. You know, this was a backup just in case, but he's given the keys to the kingdom. Yeah, I, 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 I think you're right, because the absolute look of, uh-oh, when she found out Fury was dead, was just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now yeah, what? yeah. My she's entire work, reason she's for being here. She's definitely working for Coulson over. now, not the other way around. Right. So, all right, I didn't forget about you. Daniel, let's hear it. Favorite favorite moment, season one. My favorite moment was Fury and Coulson together because we got happy, punny Coulson back after him being so sullen, sullen and downtrodden for such a long time. So it was nice to finally see him uh, be back upbeat. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And, and I am going to throw out there a low point because Jack threw in two things, too. My low point was the death of Eric Koenig because he's a howler. You yeah. don't kill a howler. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How do you explain that one? Well, his throat <laughs> was cut or strangled deeply Ward and he lost blood it. and couldn't yes, breathe. Thank you for the Wikipedia answer. I'm Ward just explaining. Was, he said, <laughs> how do you explain it? That's what I'm doing. Ward had a garrote. He, I mean, who carries a garrote wire? He well, had it. Jack does. Oh, I do <laughs> all the time. You never this know. is Jack. Of course he does. Ward, I mean, you Ward, can, like, Ward is, Ward is a jerk and he's I, a douche novel. Oh, and, wow! And then he got, and then he got nailed to the floor. Ooh, yeah! <laughs> Putting on sunglasses. Army special bandsmen. Army special bandsmen always carry out weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> exactly. And mouthpieces and trumpets. Right, right. <laughs> so let, let's wrap this thing up. This was too much fun. I wish we did this every week. Uh, so that's it. Let's let's go around and everybody give your Twitter. Let's start with. Uh, well, we started the show with Helicarrier. Let's start with Level 7. Guys, go ahead. Give your uh, your Twitter, your Facebook, where people can find your show. Give your details. Okay. Uh, you can find us at welcome2level7.com. You can find us on Twitter, where we are Level7Pod. You can find us on Facebook, where we are Facebook.com slash Welcome2Level7. Um, and you mentioned Agent of Fields, Rob. Yes. You Have you been peeking on my computer? Because no. if you go to retconcomic.com <laughs> on Thursday, you will find a comic about... Nick Fury, Agent of Feels. Nice. Um, that's that's my webcomic that I do with an artist friend of mine, uh, retconcomic.com. But yeah, I was I sat here and I thought, oh, that's interesting that he just said those words together. Oh, I'm so checking that out. It's um, it's a new thing we're started where we're remixing comic covers and just changing out the adjectives and, and then rewriting the dialogue to go along with that. So the first one was um, instead of the Incredible Hulk, it was the Existential Hulk. 
Oh, you know, Hulk smash, right. but why? What is the difference <laughs> in the grand scheme of things? What, what's the reason of smash? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, um, yeah, but welcome to level7.com. You can find everything there, and you can find Daniel, you know, contact stuff there. And yeah, so, and thank you so much, Rob, for, for hosting this, this round table. And we'll, uh, probably do another one eventually, right? Oh, yeah. I'm, okay. I think, uh, Somebody's going to have to host another one, maybe as we're going into the next season, or I don't know, maybe maybe do a premiere party or something. Unless yeah. Fox buys us all out. <laughs> I'm not oh, for ooh, sale. That'd be awesome. I, I don't I'm not for reference. sale unless it's cash. Then I am for sale. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm, I'm only for sale if it's John Barrowman. I'm like serious business, yo. Wow. Only sale for Star Wars. <laughs> for George Lucas. Yeah, we all heard about the George Lucas. All I'll right, Helicarrier, let's hear your info. Falcon. Sorry, did you say Helicarrier? I didn't hear what you said. I said Helicarrier. Let's hear okay, your so, info. Uh, well, you can find us on our new website, helicarrierpockets.com. And uh, also, you know, to you guys, um, you know, the panelists here, thank you so much for all the support that we got that night when we were, you know, releasing all the information about mm-hmm. the, the new stuff and so on. So thank you. And um, we also we also now on Facebook at facebook.com slash helicarrierpodcast. And uh, we changed our Twitter handler. You know, to make it easy for people to know that it's a it's a shield pocket that we do, so we are now Shield Radio, but we still refer to us allocated to the Shield podcast. Um, yeah, you know, we you know we are also now are on iTunes page and Stitcher, so you know, you know, you can you you can find Helicarrier pretty much everywhere, and um, and yeah, and um, I think that's about it. Nikki, did did, it, did I leave anything out? Uh, that sounded uh, good. Anything that Nikki? was that was pretty good. I mean, that was more than I could remember. <laughs> All right, and then for Jack and I, Jack, do you want me to take it? Do you want to take it? What do you want to do? Oh, go ahead. You're probably going to have to explain all the existential references anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, we're the Nuff Said Podcast, and uh, you can find us on Twitter at Nuff Said Podcast. We really were creative with that name. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. <laughs> Just type in Nuff Said Podcast. You can find us on Tumblr. That's Southgate Media Group. If you type that in, you'll find us on Tumblr, uh, Instagram. Man, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Zune, basically wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. And if we're not there, let us know and we'll get there. Uh, I no think sense. that pretty much covers it. Uh, I can't think of anything else. I we one, end it there. I, I one last thing, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, because there were so many listeners but from all of our shows tweeting to us, you know, asking, like, what, you know, give us more roundtables. You know, so I just wanted to thank those people, you know, because. Yeah, big fan support on this. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you guys for having me. This is like kind of a new well, world did. for me, and I've really enjoyed it. So thank you. Well, Absolutely. you're welcome. Thanks for hosting the Rhombus. The Rhombus. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, everybody. That's it. Uh, I don't know if you guys have your own sign-offs you want to do, but for Jack and I, we have ours, which is Nuff Said. Nuff Said. Nuff Sounds said. good. <laughs> Nuff, Nuff said. said. I'm good with that. Nuff Said.